eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thank you for listening to the podcast today. I wanted to talk about the Bulls because I'm not sure how much bull stuff I'm going to do on the radio show over the next few weeks and maybe over the entire season. Um, who knows, even though the score is the home of Bulls basketball. Here's why. I grew up a Bulls fan. You probably grew up a Bulls fan too. I grew up in the era of Michael Jordan, and I know that that makes me a very, very, spoiled Bulls fan. And I see things maybe through that lens and maybe it clouds my judgment when it comes to talking about the Bulls in the present. The way I feel about the Bulls in the present are they are constantly underachieving. And I'm not talking about them winning championships every year. They're they're not the Spurs I'm I'm not asking them to be Golden State. I'm asking them to, as much patience as they have asked for from their fan base, and this could also be said if about the White Sox, there needs to be a payoff. And the difference between the White Sox and the Bulls is that at least in 2005, there was a payoff with a championship. You're talking about over 20 years now since the Bulls have won a championship. And they, yes, in the Derrick Rose years, they were competitive. But even the the height of the Derrick Rose years are now six, seven years ago. So where does that leave the Bulls as a franchise? It leaves them in a place where each year we're just kind of sitting here kicking the can down the road. Every year we're looking at a, a team that... We're just hoping. It, it's it's really just that. It is just hope. There is nothing else when we look at the Bulls roster that says, oh, yeah, they're going to be good. Like, Larry Markkinen is a player that I really love watching play, but whether it's injury or lack of that superstar jump, he's he seems like a really good player. Zach Levine seems like a really good player. But if you have a group of good players to really good players, 
I don't know if you're ever going to reach a place where you can win a title. And that's a, a huge concern for someone who's a Bulls fan. At this point, maybe it's even them making the playoffs. So they've made their changes. They they Now Jim Boylan will get an entire camp with the team. And I want to like him so badly. He's a guy that seems to he, – he talks the talk, right? He, he gives you some of this stuff and you're sitting there going, yeah, you know, I want to buy into this – hard scrabble type thing with with the Bulls and we're going to play hard and we're going to practice hard and and there were moments last year where you did feel like the the Bulls were not turning a corner but at least showing a little bit of improvement. I'll give you an example of of what I'm saying here. From Jim Boylan, him talking about the the talent being secondary this season. The talent equation, the talent, uh, talk about talent, is the last thing on kind of my and and John and Gar's radar. We have high-character guys that want to work and that want to be coached. That's the first choice, you know. It's a choice to be coached. It's it's a decision to say, hey, I want to be a teammate and I want to get better. We have the right guys on the bus that want to do that. That's where the hope comes in. Now, we've added talent. We've added veteran leadership. We've added the things that we thought were holes in last year's group. Okay, I get that the Bulls are going to try hard. That we are now back into the era of the try-hard Bulls. You can't discount talent. You can't act as if talent is not the most important thing in the NBA and have the Bulls done enough to acquire talent that puts them on par with other teams that are going to be vying for playoff spots or are going to be trying to win championships. And I'm not sure that they did that. Now, Thomas Zadaransky, I think, is a really interesting point guard to bring into the mix. He can score. He's long. He's athletic. That sort of thing. I I get it. But even with Zadaransky, and you're looking at Zach Levine and Laurie Markkinen and people want to add Wendell Carter. But I don't know what type of player Wendell Carter is. Do you? He didn't play a lot last year. Otto Porter, I thought was really a, a kind of a cool piece. It's weird because I look at the, the Bulls and I say, it's an all right collective of players. But is that all right going to be good enough to for us to really look at them and say, they're a team that's improving. And it just feels like every year we're kind of stuck in this same place. We're stuck in the place of, well, maybe they can improve a little bit, and then we get to the end of the season and the people around the Bulls, whether it's John Paxson or Gar Foreman or the Bulls broadcasters or anyone who covers the Bulls, is like, well, hopefully they'll have a good offseason. And then they'll be a contender. And then what happens? You don't win the draft lottery. Or you draft a guy in like Kobe White. You go, oh, okay, he's interesting. He's got some limitations, but he's interesting. And the cycle kind of repeats. The cycle ends up repeating itself. And you get stuck in September thinking, okay, are are they any good again? And you get your hopes back up high 
And it's just been a lot. So let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Every team, and I say this on every sport, whether it's spring training baseball or training camp football, or now we're moving into hockey and basketball with two teams in the Blackhawks and the Bulls that didn't make the playoffs last year, that everyone will just say because they had an offseason, they're now somehow better. It's the same with the Bulls. Listen to Jim Boylan talk about his thoughts on this squad getting better. Ottawa had a great summer in the weight room. He's bigger and stronger. Uh, He's in better condition. Uh, I'm proud of the work he put in. Uh, Zach is starting to get his his man body and his athleticism, his speed and quickness. His ankles are healthy, and uh, his attitude is unbelievable. Uh, He was here the whole month. Um, and I'm just proud of he's almost taken it to another level athletically, uh, which is hard to believe, but he has. Um, Wendell Carter's 273 pounds. He's 6% body fat. It tells you he's put some work in. Larry Markkinen is always in shape. He always works, um, and he's ready to take his leadership role and to play winning basketball. It's one of the things that always bothers me about preseason sports. You heard it in there. That's a whole 40 seconds of him telling you that the players on his team are in the best shape of their lives. This guy's added 10 pounds of muscle. This guy's got 6% body fat. This guy's in great shape. All of those things are probably true, okay? But you don't live in a bubble. The other teams that you're going to contend with in your division and in the Eastern Conference are having the exact same conversation right now at their media day. Their rookie who missed time last year came back in in great shape and with low body fat. Their star player came in in the best shape of his life. Their star player came back and is finally maturing into his man body. So you just sit there stuck going, well, man, I mean, that sounds great. Like, these guys are really buying into what Jim Boylan does. But a funny thing happens after that. The games start. And then you end up matched up against other teams that are doing the exact same thing and saying the exact same thing that you are about where your team is and how much they've improved. So, yes, it's a lot of words, and I get that Media Day is there so that the the teams can promote themselves and try to get people to buy in to their concept. But I'm, what I'm saying is that a lot of it is is just coach speak. It's just coach speak. Let me give you another example of what I'm talking about, and you tell me if you couldn't put this on any other team in the league, Okay. What Jim Boylan is getting ready to tell you can be said about any other team in the NBA with maybe the exception of the Houston Rockets. We wanted a roster that could be more versatile. We wanted a roster that could play the same way, even with injury, more redundant. Um, We wanted vet leadership that could start or come off the bench, guys that cared about winning. And in my conversations with the free agents, uh, not one of them brought up minutes or playing time. Do we have a chance to win? Are we going to work hard? Do we have good guys? What's the character of the team, coach? And that's what we're building. That's That was a sign to me that we had the right guys targeted, and I'm so thankful they're part of our group. Of course. 
Every team can say this. When is it going to be put in action? Every team can say this, what Jim Boylan said. We can't start camp with a limited camp, with the shortness of camp, five preseason games. We can't start camp behind. And uh, we talked about that, and they made the commitment to come in and work and care. And um, I feel we're starting camp in great shape. We don't have to spend time in camp of getting us in shape. You know, we can work from day one at the level we need to to get better. So guys came in in shape. One, it's the NBA. Two, we now live in a world where athletes take their jobs seriously throughout the offseason. That training camp used to be a long, 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 long time ago. An opportunity for players to get in shape. Guess what? That's not something that's unique to your team. You think Anthony Davis isn't in shape? That LeBron James isn't in shape? That they didn't work out? So it's not, I don't think that it's a a determining factor on your team being good because, look, these guys came into camp in shape. Is that a good thing? Would, Would you prefer that to be the case? 100%. But it doesn't make you special or unique that your guys did that because other guys were doing. Look, I'm getting away from this because I'm just getting mad, and that's that's how I, I've, I've felt about the Bulls, and it's why, quite honestly, I don't like talking about them because it just makes me mad. I get excited. I love going. You don't even understand how much I love going to Bulls games. I love it. I love watching the NBA up close. I think the Bulls have an incredible experience of watching games outside of the basketball that the team plays. Everything about that experience, for the most part, is pretty good. But when it comes to expectations and and what you want to see as far as the team improving, they don't provide that as much as they should. And maybe... Maybe things will be different this year, but it doesn't feel that way. Although, Jim Boylan said this. Our goals for the season are to make the playoffs. That's our goal for the season is to make the playoffs. And every day to prepare like we're a playoff team. Every day to work like we're a playoff-bound team. All right. Fine. If the standard is the standard, then I'm going to hold you to that standard. And when you don't look like you're living up to that standard, I'm going to call you out on not living up to that standard. And I think I'm done. I think I'm I'm done with today's podcast. That I'm done talking about the Bulls because it's going to make me mad. Here's hoping, because that's all we got, is they'll be better. And if they're better, I'll be less angry. But damn it, like, come on. I could drop in any soundbite of any coach anywhere, any basketball executive anywhere in the NBA, and it would sound like Jim Boylan. <sighs> Thanks for listening to the podcast today. I don't want to go on talking about it because it's just going to devolve from here. And guess what I'm going to talk about tomorrow on the podcast? The White Sox season in review. Great. Who's scheduling this? Who's in charge of this? Lawrence, you are. Oh, that's right. Thanks for listening.